here to enter the praises of your people wherever two or more gather in your name father you're in our midst this morning by your own promise we're certain of that no matter who's joining us online in this worship service even if they're in their pjs and in their living room by themselves they with us make quota two or more have gathered in your name so father we thank you for your presence How we need your touch, your anointing, your power, your forgiveness, your purpose, your perspective. Help us to soak in you this morning, Lord God, until we pick up the flavor of who you are in our essence. And when the world squeezes us, Lord God, we pray that it's you that comes out. Thank you, Lord God, for inhabiting your people with your spirit. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I realized we had an opportunity to do something this morning that I uh, didn't fully anticipate, but I think we need to do. But to get you up to speed, uh, I need to tell a little story as you can imagine, uh, and you might anticipate. About three or four months ago, uh, Jeff came to me, and he said, you know, um, I don't have the hobbies that other people do. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, um, you know, I've got a gray, African gray uh, parrot at home, and um, just for fun, I've started learning French. You know, pick up a hobby. Why not another language? Uh, but Jeff is quite a talented linguist. He's taught lang languages, you know, as, as a profession. And so, but, but I don't think even someone that does that picks up French and speaks it at an intermediate or better level in just a month or two, especially just doing it online. That's a gift of God. And it's just a little freaky. And so I, I, I was having lunch with a fellow who had sent me to Nepal with Scott and, and Chad in the past, and we trained ministers in Nepal, uh, theological education, crash course, because they couldn't afford it and couldn't get to a seminary, and done the same for Namibian pastors down in South Africa, that when they talk, they click like that, you know, it doesn't look that bad, but it just comes out. And I can still remember, Jesus is Lord is Jesup Kayak. Blessed are they who he finds serving upon his return. We're not waiting for COVID to clear. We're advancing the kingdom right now. Amen. And Jeff went to lunch with me that day. The guy who we had lunch with said, well, I asked him, well, where are you going now around the world? And he said, well, you know, we really feel led to start a training in Senegal. And I said, well, why don't you start a training in Senegal? And he says, well, they speak French there. You don't happen to know anybody who speaks French and has a theological education, do you? And I just looked at Jeff, and Jeff said, well, 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 well I, I might consider that. And this week he leaves to go to Senegal and to train pastors. And Jeff, I, I, I just want you to come stand by me. 
And if you will, online and in this place, would you just extend your hands towards my brother? And Father, we pray that your anointing would be upon Jeff, as it so often is. He is such a gifted teacher. And I pray that French would flow through him like it was his native tongue. I pray that those that he teaches would not just get a glimpse and a grasp of the material and the content, but they'd see in him the light of Jesus, that you will arrange for uh, your encounters, your appointments, from the time he leaves in the airports, in the airplanes, at lunch. Father, I pray that you would fill him up, not just as a vessel to hold you, but as a hose to distribute you <laughs> to all those that you're sending him to minister to. Father, fill him again and again. When he gets tired, Father, fill him by the power of your spirit. And we pray, Lord, that many would be blessed because he is obeyed. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. 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 Let me, well, brother, I'm fire to you. Amen. Well, I've got, I've got a picture for you. I don't know if y'all know these folks. Wesley Britt and family. If you're an Alabama football fan or a New York Patriot fan, you may remember this name. He played for both. Six foot eight, 330 pounds towering there above. He's not standing on a step. He is a pretty good sized fella. Yeah, a monster of a man for sure. And right next to him is how his home looked. On the evening of April 27th, 2011, he was home. He had been released by the Patriots and was home uh, working on his MBA degree. I think his wife was in law school. They had two kids, Bennett, who was two, and uh, Raleigh, who was one. Little bitty kids happened to have her sisters over that evening. And also another friend, Rob. So there were five adults and two kids when on the TV that night, the track of the hurricane was said to be coming right at them. It wasn't long after that when they were trying to figure out where to go and what to do. They didn't have a basement. Where was the best place in the house? And they were moving furniture and finding a spot between two closets. When, when, the, when the electricity went off and the house went black and they gathered up their kids, sister and mom gathered up those two little baby kids and went into, the, into that space. And, and uh, the big man gathered a... Um, mattress and bent it in half over his family and and it covered them as he held his back to the storm that was ripping apart their house he said it sounded like a freight train was coming right past the back of his legs Th debris was flying everywhere something hit him in the head so hard it almost knocked him out he didn't know what it was he just thought it was the debris in the area and the kids who were, what was almost unexplainable is as these adults were in abject terror for their lives, you can imagine, that the kids were completely calm. And it wasn't because as they got in there, uh, mom started singing a song that she hoped would distract them. Jesus loves me, this I know. And when the roof started coming off the house, mom got interrupted. But the kids kept singing in complete peace. Her sister was reaching under the mattress and had a hold of, Brit, uh, of, of Wesley's legs. 330 pounds started lifting off the ground. 
And then finally, as the, as the hurricane passed, he came back down. And when they looked up, the whole top of the house was completely gone. The, the, the neighborhood was completely devastated. Some homes were completely wiped off of their foundation. Nothing left but the, but the foundation behind. They looked around, and not a one of them was hurt other than Wesley, who had got that knock to the head. And he looked down to see what might have hit him, and he saw a big, black, holy Bible. And it wasn't even his own. Almost as if God had left a calling card. They pulled the mattress off, and of course they first examined the kids, not a scratch. But even more strangely, never a whimper. It was two weeks later that Katie, mom, was driving the kids around town, and uh, they were having the conversations that kids have in the car, and all of a sudden, little Britt, two, two years old, brought up, he said, Mommy, Mommy, where's Jesus? And she thought this was one of these routine questions, for which she, as a Christian mom, had the right and routine answer. Well, honey, Jesus is with you always. And Britt said, no, no, no. He was with us, but where did Jesus go? And they were at a light, and she kind of turned around, and she said, Honey, what do you mean Jesus was with you? He said, During the tornado, he was playing with me and sister. When we lift our voices to God, he inhabits our praise. When we take of this body and blood and symbol of communion... It's not just something to consider. It's an encounter. It's an encounter by the Spirit, with the Spirit, with this as a tangible touch to remind us. It points us to the fact that God is always with us. And someday, someday though He is always with us and always within us, someday that cloud is going to break in the eastern sky. And we will be able to see him like, like little Bennett did. This morning, he is with us still because he came, he died, he rose, he emptied a grave that he might fill our lives right now in this place. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples, and he thanked the Father, and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this as often as you partake of it in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out and sealed for all eternity in a little cup. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Finally. Poured out for all of us. For the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it. 
in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we do these things. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of bread and of juice. As you pour out your Holy Spirit and you help us to be being filled with your Spirit from within. Father, we thank you for your presence. Always with us, even though sometimes we can't see you. Father, we sense you. And we thank you for that. Thank you for that sense that will someday become sight as you come to rescue your church and rescue us when we come to see you, Father, that you come for us and take us to yourself, to that place that you've prepared for us. Father, we're never without you. Because of Jesus, because of the Spirit, we give you thanks. And we pray as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and thine is the power and thine is the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. At the end of each row, underneath the seat to the right, there should be a black attendance book. If you could take that from underneath that and put your name down there and add any information that we may not have or you may want to update like a phone number or an email or something like that and then just pass it along. This time we'll be taking our offering, and there are many ways to give at Abiding Harvest. We can give through texting. We can also give through our online, online giving through our website, as well as giving by placing your offering at the back of the sanctuary in the four-foot beige treasure box. Father, we thank you for your marvelous, wonderful guiding hand. We thank you for your gentle voice. When we walk next to you and we follow closely as one of your sheep, we know that you lay us down in green pastures and beside still waters, but you also call us to go make disciples of all nations, to teach them everything you've taught us and to baptize them. And Father, that your power will set people free, make them sons and daughters of God, bring light into darkness and life out of death. 